0: Hi, everyone. Just a reminder that this show is not legal advice, trading advice, financial advice, or personal advice. Enjoy the show, and thank you very much. This show is sponsored by Health IQ, getting people lower rates on their life insurance by staying fit. Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101, the Average Consumer's Guide to Cryptocurrency. This is Matthew Aaron. And today we're going to talk about how to get started in the blockchain industry. This question has been popping around our Facebook page for the past couple of weeks. And I've started adding it into the questions for my interviews. And this interview came up out of the blue. And it's with Luca Horvet, head of operations for TopTel. And TopTel is a recruitment agency for talent to place them into jobs for companies that are in the blockchain. So who's a better person to ask than him to say, hey, what are you looking for and how can the average person the bartender the truck driver the plumber the nurse retool themselves and start working in the blockchain industry so we'll see what he has to say also please look for the same question in other interviews coming up in the future Let's try to get everybody's advice but before we get into this interview please go to crypto101podcast.com that's crypto101podcast.com tax season is almost over so please go to the top of the page Click that word that says tax to get $101 off your tax preparation. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a rating. It helps us stay on top of the pack so people can find us on iTunes. And go to the Facebook page, join us, and be part of the conversation. Ask questions if you have any, and make some friends. So without further ado, please enjoy this conversation, and we'll see you after the podcast. Luca, welcome to Crypto One Hundred One. How are you doing today? Doing
1: well, thank you, Matt.
0: Could you tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about your background? Sure.
1: My name is Luca. I come from Croatia. I'm currently with Toptal, uh, where as head of talent operations, I'm working on improving lives of our internal teams and of our talent. So I work as some sort of a product manager creating new features, making sure that everybody has the tools they need to be successful in their work. And as one of the other things that I do is blockchain, I started with crypto a year ago and then moved into the technology itself. And by doing that, I also started doing this thing in TopTel that's participated in launching the blockchain specialization.
0: Excellent. So what is TopTel?
1: TopTel is a top network of freelance talent Basically, in our network, we have developers, designers, and finance experts who are rigorously tested for their skills in communication and technical experience in their domain. And by doing that, we connect those talents to the top clients as well and make sure that the clients have accessible on demand talent in whatever area or expertise that they're looking for.
0: And by clients, you mean companies working on the blockchain, correct?
1: Yeah, Yeah. so Toptal in general connects uh, any kind of clients. But as of recently, as of last month, we launched a blockchain specialization. And the specialization is basically our way of saying, hey, we have a screening or a vetting process for this type of talent. So you can rest assured that these developers actually can do what they say they can do because we tested it Mm -hmm. for them.
0: Right on. So what we're going to talk about today, it's has to do with top toe, but it doesn't because if you guys are an intermediary from talent to company, what we're seeing right now is a surge of blockchain companies coming out and people that need a certain skill set to deal with development on the blockchain. What is the future of employment on blockchain? And what I mean by that is Back in the 90s, for example, you had websites, and they came out of nowhere, and we had no clue that you somebody's going to need to know HTML or something like that to make a website. And then it moved to people going, you know, being able to drag and drop to make a website. And then you have these different things coming out, these different languages where people say, oh, I, I know C plus and C plus plus or C, well, I don't know. This sounds like bad grades in, in high school, but you have to know these to you know develop apps and develop protocols on the blockchain and, and different things. What is the future of blockchain employment and what do people need to know to start working in it?
1: Yeah, sure. So I would say that we are at a pretty similar point to where we were at the 90s with the standard web sites and web apps. So what happened in the last year is that in Toptal we've seen a growth of more than 700% in demand for various types of blockchain related talent. and. I think that this is a pretty common scenario in the entire industry because what we also saw last year is a huge influx of money into the crypto space, whether that was crypto or enterprise blockchain. So. When it comes to the apps that uh, companies are developing right now and the kind of talent they are seeking, I would say that's pretty diverse because the area is still pretty young. So just like when in the 90s we had uh, a lot of different companies trying a lot of different models or web apps or internet applications, that's what we have today, right? And the influx of money is pretty great and there's a lot of need for talent. The need for blockchain talent will not get smaller. So expectations are that various types of blockchain talent will be in very, very high demand for the next several years and that the blockchain is here to stay. Now, in what kind of forum will that be? That's something that we'll have to see with time, but it definitely is here to stay.
0: Right on. So I guess my question is more of what could people, because this podcast is for the average consumer. And the average consumer could be listening to this on their way to work and their job could be waiting tables. It could be plumbing. It could be a nursing job. And you know what? Everybody in their life goes, I want a career change. Let's take an example. Two years from now, you said blockchain employment is not going to go down. What can people do right now to start getting ready for that surge, for that career change? What should they know?
1: i always advise to any kind of developers when they're looking to transition into a certain new technology start with the fundamentals so it's simple as that so there are things that are common to any blockchain technology and basically that's cryptography and distributed systems if you have a solid understanding of that then it's just a matter of basically reading up a short documentation on another technology to ramp up on it because right now we are at a point where we have a huge amount of technology, so you have enterprise alliances like Hyperledger and R3, which are developing their own solutions. You have, let's call them big startups like Ethereum, which are developing their own solutions, which is basically the smart contract engine in Solidity. You have smaller startups, which are just making their way out after doing an ICO. And basically, they are powered by tokens, but they are developing their own sorts of blockchain or smart contract engine, for instance, I could name maybe IOTA and Stratis, that are doing something like that. And what I'm trying to say is that we don't know which of those will actually remain in the future and which will not. But if you want to start in the space right now, the best thing to do is to pick one technology that you want to do. Because those technologies still, where they have the same fundamentals, they are still pretty different. And it's impossible to learn all of them, right? So you need to pick one, and you need to nail it down and become an expert on it.
0: Right. So let's just say hypothetical situation... My name is Matthew Aaron. I'm a podcaster. I say I'm done with podcasting. I go learn Python, let's just say. What would I need to show you that would make Toptal refer me to one of these blockchain companies?
1: Sure. So in Toptal, we have uh, several steps to the screening process. Some of them are automated. Some of them are live interviewers uh, who are experts in the area. We start with the fundamentals. It's a theoretical exam, which has uh, several dozen questions in in theory. You need to know all of these things that uh, that I just mentioned, which are basically blockchain fundamentals, cryptography, distributed systems, a little bit of some general level coding, and then at the last step, there's a project delivery, right? So you need to deliver a working project in blockchain, but that can be in a technology of your choice. So if you are Uh, let's say, hyperledger fabric expert, then you deliver the kind of task we ask from you in hyperledger fabric. If you prefer building smart contracts in Solidity, then you need to deliver a working Solidity smart contract to our specifications. And those kinds of tasks are not like a month month worth of projects, they are tasks which can be sold in a reasonable amount of time. But my point is you need to be expert in something rather than a generalist and know a little bit about everything or nearly nothing
0: about everything. Right. So who's training this these days? I guess as the average super, and I keep coming back to like you know generic terms that I know, but I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I just said Python. I just said C Honestly, I don't even know these are things. I don't know what the hell the, the difference is. To be honest with you, <laughs> but but I do know that there are companies out there that I can train. But then you said something like solidity, right? Is that the name of it? Uh-huh. So yeah. you you say these different terms. Where do I go to find these resources to train myself in this? And what, how do I know? How do I get to know cryptography? How do I get to know to build dApps on the blockchain? This seems like something that I don't see on a pop up when I'm searching on Google, and I go, "Oh, okay, training course <laughs> for blockchain." You know.
1: True. True. Yeah. So the, there's not a lot, and the materials that there are out there are. I would say they're not so good right so for instance i started my blockchain voyage around a year ago and it was nearly impossible to teach yourself right i started teaching my myself on my own pace and this was nearly impossible because the materials that you could find online were often misinformed because people without enough experience are trying to say something and there was lack of some sort of official training courses on platforms that you would prefer today like i don't know udemy plural site or Coursera. And it wasn't simple, right? But right now, that's getting better by the day. There's more and more courses, which are, some are free, some are paid, some have certifications behind them. So all in all, you still would need to basically Google that out, right? Find some reading material about cryptography and distributed systems, which are pretty well-researched area right now. Uh, Find some reading material about general crypto space or general blockchain space. Basically, to get some broader understanding of what kind of technologies there are out there. Do your high-level research on all of those technologies or at least the most common ones and then pick the one that you want and start researching it, Uh, start finding courses, join their Telegram chats or Rocket chats or or whatever. Get in the mix, you know, with the community, with the core developers because that's still pretty possible with uh, blockchain technologies and that will basically guide you through to wherever you need to start developing for those technologies.
0: So if somebody called you, As a placement or recruiter agency for talent, you're not looking for a diploma or a certificate, or are you? No. We do not require
1: any kind of formal education in form of a university degree or something like that. We don't require you to pass any specific courses. We do require you to show us something that you have built before, unless it's confidential, right? Uh, or under NDA and we do require you to actually build something for us right so you need to show us we we give you a task you build the project and then you have a live interview and this interviewer is an expert in this technology and they then assess that you actually know what you're talking about you know what you built and that you are competent to work with this.
0: And now a word from our sponsor. Yo, yo, this is Matthew Aaron, and a couple of things you guys probably don't know about me is, one, I'm a vegetarian, and two, I wake up every morning at 6.30, go for a run, and hit the gym. That's every day besides Sunday. Sunday's my pizza day. And did you know that an overall healthy lifestyle is associated with 57 to 60% lower risk of cardiovascular disease, and that lifting weights reduces the risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and arthritis? Well, today's sponsor, Health IQ, knows this, and they're an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. If this sounds good to you, go to healthiq.com crypto and put in our promo code, crypto. That's healthiq.com crypto, promo code, crypto, and they'll help you out and see if you qualify for lower rates on your life insurance. Now, back to the show. All right, so let's just say, and I know, because again, I don't know the difference. Let's just say I make apps, you know, I've made iOS apps and Android apps and all these things, and I'm pretty good. Can I be a developer on the blockchain? there is some difference because blockchain is like
1: if if you if you know the the difference between front end and back end development right so front end development is visual you build ui pieces you build interactions and all of that and then you have back end development which is i would say abstract right Blockchain development is like super back-end development because in the core blockchain development, you don't see anything, right? You are just working with some sort of servers, engines, and, and basically different kinds of components that you can find in those distributed systems, and you build on top of those. So there's not a lot of visual stuff going on, at least not until you get to building the app that is powered by this blockchain. But it's not impossible, right? It's still development, it's still coding, maybe a different language, maybe a different framework, maybe some kind of different concept. But if you are a good engineer, if you have the the knack for this, right, it's not hard to get ramped up on blockchain at all from whatever kind of technological background that you're coming from, whether that's C++, Python or, or iOS, of course. It is going to be easier for someone who is like a Python backend developer with experience in, I don't know, system administration. Because those concepts are sort of closer to what you will find in blockchain. Some blockchains, okay, because again, th- there's different kinds of blockchain technologies, right? But that will be easier for someone like that than from somebody who's coming from front-end web development, which is HTML and CSS pure.
0: Hey guys, TiVo here with a quick ad break to tell you that today's episode is sponsored by Wallet Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some of the much-needed clarity in the finance world, thus helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Some of the things I've learned from these guys include planning for my tax bills, managing finances with your partner, making a balanced budget, saving on travel, planning for some retirement, and boosting my credit score. If these things sound interesting to you, make sure that you listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.
2: At Parker.
0: visual stuff right so you just told me that an app developer now could transition into blockchain so this comes to my natural i guess to a natural question and this is just out of pure curiosity why are blockchain apps so shitty like there, there's this you can download <laughs> great ios apps i mean they're, they're they're fucking amazing you know you're like oh this is a great app this is a great game and then all of a sudden you have a blockchain app and you're just like this is crap why the hell can't you guys get it right what is the difference? Yeah. What is the barrier making it so shitty? Yeah, I, I would say there's, a,
1: there's several reasons to that. So, for instance, iOS space is well-researched, right? And you have dozens of thousands, hundreds of thousands iOS applications already built. And it's pretty well known what the design standards are. And even Apple enforces those standards, right, by rejecting apps from the store. You have to build a great iOS app if you want it to succeed. The money you invested in it will go down the toilet if it's not good but in blockchain it's different because blockchain is still new we don't know what the design guidelines are what the ux should be like so we are still playing around investigating researching up until recently the blockchain apps were often aimed at technical community so if you look at for instance i don't know etherscan uh, which uh, which is basically a tool to investigate the ethereum blockchain and it's a web app and all that it has a pretty shitty ux to what uh, to to what we would consider right now <laughs> let's say but very still, shitty <laughs> the, yeah yeah but you know it it actually does replicate how the technology looks like pretty well so you don't need a good ui to have a great ux Th- those are the kinds of things that are different but i would say we are still pretty early in this space right we are still researching and uh, with time We'll we'll get better. We'll have a better understanding of how exactly to visualize blockchain systems and blockchain apps. And if that's going to be something as simple as ordinary today's web app, then it's pretty straightforward. But when you have new concepts and new paradigms to actually put into a web UI, then that's pretty hard to actually visualize.
2: Uh,
0: Honestly, I'm dumbfounded by how horribly designed most of these apps are on even wallets i mean there's a couple great wallets i mean exodus wallet i'm using almost daily and i'm just loving it because of the experience i really just don't like the i still don't like the whole address thing and you know putting in a new address you know with these big long hexadecimal whatever they are you know <laughs> 32 character shit it's like what, what what the hell is this okay that's 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 you know a pain in the ass but we'll live with it but you know exodus is beautiful it works great and what have you but then at the same time you open up a core wallet and it's like it looks like crap like, what are they doing and why yeah. – what's, what's, where's the disconnect with a developer on blockchain working in a blockchain company or making a currency or a coin and normal people that use shit? Where's the disconnect? I
1: would say the disconnect is at the place where normal people are not used to this level of security that blockchain offers and requires right so why do you have those 32 character decimals well the reason for that is because this is your address and this address needs to be so long because it's powered by an algorithm which has a pretty secure in not producing duplicates right so that's why the address tends to be so wrong and then you also have the concept of not having a password but basically having the level of security that the public key cryptography offers but now the question is still pretty good on why the apps themselves look shitty and <laughs> That's, it. That's I, the I main have, question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer to that question, honestly. My personal guess would be that they are simply too busy with building the core technology rather than investing in UI, and that their target audience are not an average Joe, but basically somebody who is technical. So that, all, that could all be a possibility.
0: Okay, so basically, there isn't a division in the technology where you can't make a good UI because of the blockchain technology. It's because they just haven't designed one. Yeah, they just haven't. They just pretty okay. much haven't designed. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that it's all clear. I get it now. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Question about schools, like, so going back to you know educating. You just said that a lot of schools, and it's very hard to find schools that are offering the education to skill people and retool people into this new tech. Why are they not making a huge rush or are they to get blockchain education into those professional schools, 2-year degrees, 1-year degrees and or these coding schools saying blockchain coding right now? Yeah, it's a uh, how would I say well it's some, some sort of a chicken and egg problem,
1: maybe. You could you could call it like that because uh, there are courses right now. So you have pretty good courses in general blockchain, in general Bitcoin, Ethereum, but these are pretty high-level courses. You know, they, they, they give you the general structure and architecture of those specific blockchains, but they don't prepare you to actually be an expert developer in those technologies. And the only reason for that is because... 80% of the stuff in this technology is subject to change within the next three or six months. Mm. So that that's where we are, right? So all those mm. open source technologies they are changing like crazy. So you see that Ethereum is switching from proof of work to proof of stake soon. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 changing like like crazy. Now, building a course, investing some time into building a course on to go in depth with a very specific technology could be basically a pretty big waste of time if details in this technology change Mm -hmm. within the next month or next three months. So I would say that's one of the reasons why we still don't have that, right? I mean, and this is pretty common in other technologies, not blockchain. So if you take a look at, I don't know why I'm a .NET developer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three years ago, .NET uh, MVC and Web API were standards, right? Last year, we had .NET Core 1.1, and this year we have .NET Core 2.0, which are pretty different all three of those technologies and this is in a span of like three or four years right so <laughs> mm-hmm. and with blockchain this is not spanning years
0: this is spanning
1: months right. this kind of uh, breaking changes
0: that's a very good point you know I, I didn't i didn't think of that that you can't make course curriculum when something's already changing or always yep. changing <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it'd be really shitty if you graduate and the whole space is, is change ready yeah. thanks for learning how to develop on ethereum um we don't use that anymore
1: Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good possibility, you know. It it is just like with coins; they're going up, they're going down. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly. Cool. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, I I'm just thinking how would people get in touch with TopTel if they need to, or are the developers and they're like, you know what? Let's see what if I can get a job in the blockchain.
1: Yeah. Well everybody can sign up to Toptal and they can start our vetting process, right? If they're interested in hearing more about what we can offer with blockchain, I can share with you a couple of links later today. But basically, they can just Google Toptal blockchain services and they'll find out more about what we actually do with Topple, right? And this is both for somebody who's interested as a client and somebody who's interested as a developer. As some final thoughts, again, about the technology. To, to reiterate, I think that technology and the space is still in its early days and that we are looking at a pretty bright future for it. The main point is that we still need to see what kind of technologies will remain and what will die, uh, so what will be used in five years from now. We can expect some technologies dying off and some surviving this uh, quick start. And, what,
0: what, uh, what, what? Because I want to just jump in there. What technology do you think is going to die off first? i wouldn't name any but i would say that okay wait wait, wait. and now that's the question why wouldn't you name anything because you don't want to piss off the developers or because you don't want to be yeah. wrong
1: Both of that, I mean, these are just guessing right on my side. I I cannot say that something will die off unless I know a lot of details about it. But historically, how this goes is that the first thing that die off are the ones who are very or maybe too specialized for their time, right? So if you have a technology that is specializing on a very, very niche use case right now, those are likely to die off because it's still too early for such technologies right now and today.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I I I totally understand that. Just because we want to pick your brain, see what kind of person you are. What's your favorite book?
1: My favorite book, Art of War by Sun Tzu.
0: Okay. Why? I
1: don't know. I think it speaks a lot about everything, right? And and it's a pretty good book because you can interpret it the ways you want. You can interpret it to how you interact with people, how you manage your day-to-day life, how you basically lead teams, or even to how you architect applications, right? How you Mm -hmm. architect code. It's a pretty good book
0: when you are open-minded to it gotcha so if somebody's gonna you know start learning education let's just say what media would you recommend them to watch read listen to what do you think what what is your go-to when it comes to news outlets
1: about crypto mainly looking at coindesk Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to general blockchain so again there's not a lot of outlets out there i i I try to stay on top of what the big guns say. So, for instance, such Accenture, Deloitte, JP Morgan, and, and companies like that. I try to track them and see where they are placing their bets. Mm-hmm. For instance, Hyperledger, and uh, stuff like that. But in the end, uh, if you are interested in a certain technology, the best kind of information that you'll find is in their internal chats or even github right most of those technologies are open source so you need to see where they are spending their days what's their outlet of information and uh, listen for it yeah
0: right on and so do you have a specific person that you would say i respect this person when they talk and when they speak i listen that's uh (laughs) is there anybody that you just go this is the dude that I'm following on Twitter on Facebook or whatever, and when he says something, I'm paying attention.
1: Yeah, Vitalik is definitely a good example, and I think that he is—he's uh, pretty reasonable about all of this. You know, when we had this uh, super fast growth two months ago, right, December, January, he was almost the only one who was reasonable about it. He was the one to ask the question, "Oh, okay, so we grew a lot, but did we deserve it?" Right? Mm-hmm. He was not like all those other guys who were saying that it's going to go bust. And it's, going, it's a bubble. He was not saying that, but he was trying to put, uh, put some brakes on. And, yeah, it's pretty impressive what he did with Ethereum, what they accomplished, but it's his brainchild. So he's definitely one of the authorities I respect in this space.
0: Right on. And I think the last question I'm going to have today is what advice – would you give somebody just getting into the space right now if this was the first podcast or interview that they ever heard to deal with blockchain, cryptocurrency, bitcoin what would you tell them i would tell them don't be scared if
1: you want to start with blockchain development don't be scared because that's that's what you will probably be when you start actually deep uh, diving deeper into all of this so there's a huge amount of terminology there's huge amount of technologies the technology that there is here is pretty complicated overall it's hard to pick what you want and 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 overall once when you dive deep when you say okay i want to be a blockchain developer once when you do that and you start diving deeper it's a nightmare (laughs) but the good thing is that it's uh, that uh, it's a nightmare that has its end right so there is light at the end of that tunnel and uh, you just need to be persistent keep on learning keep on reading and the results will come
0: right on right on Luca Horvath, head of talent operations at TopTel. Thank you very much for spending a half hour with us on Crypto 101.
1: Thank you for having me, Matthew. It was a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Crypto 101. And after all of that information, after all of that talk, and a lot of probably words you don't know that I don't know either. I mean, you heard me in there. I was like, I don't know what C plus is. It sounds like a bad high school grade. That no one is discouraged or intimidated by this daunting task of retooling yourself. If you have ever thought about what career you can get into next, maybe you're a nurse and you've been doing it for 20 years and you're like, I love cryptocurrency. I love blockchain. I don't know how to get into it. Well, you are a little closer to knowing that now, but it's a lot of work and I don't know if I'm smart enough. I don't know if I have the energy. I don't know if I have the time. It is daunting. It is a mountain of shit you have to climb before you even get to a point. And once you get to that point, you're still doubting yourself. You're always doubting yourself to say, am I good enough? Did I learn enough? Can I get this job? When you get this job, can I hang with the rest of the people? They're all younger than me. And I'm saying they're younger than me for the simple fact is I'm 38 years old. And I know a lot of people, and my brother is one of them these days, that's looking at a new career. And he's 34 years old. And we're having the same ideas. Like, what do we do? How do we learn something new? My mother always used to tell me, Matthew, no, that's not what my mom sounds like. Matthew, when you get older, your body's gonna ache. You can't learn things like you used to learn. You gotta just relax. You better have a good job. You better have a good job so you can make the money and come home and relax and drink a beer and go to bed because you don't have the energy like you do when you're a child, honey is what my mom would say and i think she's right but i also think she's wrong can i drink 30 beers like i used to when i was 18 years old i wasn't drinking when i was 18 years old no i can't three will knock me out for days but if you're energized and you love what you're doing and learning anybody can learn so i hope that if you're thinking about getting into a career in blockchain that this was one step closer and good luck to you don't be discouraged and i hope to see you making the next dap I'm using on the blockchain. And before we go, like always, apogeecrypto.com. That's A-P-O-G-E-E-Crypto.com. The best place to check your real-time prices and keep your portfolio now. And also, check out whenmoon.co. This person took all of the news outlets and put them into one place. He's good people, just an average dude, making great resources. Thank you very much, and thank you for listening to Crypto 101.